The Word in the World. You're listening to The Word in the World podcast, a resource to help make the world around you make sense. Let's zone in and share with each other our knowledge, encouragement, wisdom, and understanding. This is The Word in the World. Welcome back to the Word in the World podcast, where we bring you topics, talk, and truth. Everything from the news to the New Testament. What's good, Jay? Everything, man. Everything's good. I'm excited about this episode, man. Yeah, for sure. real. Yeah, this why? Is, why? Because it's some, <laughs> it's some real meat. It's some real, like, life-changing content. It's a teaching that you have to hear yeah. if you're trying to, like, grow in your relationship with God and just understand spiritual stuff (laughs) yeah you know like i thought i knew what this was all about Mm -hmm. and then (laughs) yeah when i really learned about it it changed my entire relationship yeah it like took things to an entirely different level and i know if you are out there listening to this episode Mm. like (laughs) and you're not familiar with this topic get ready yeah yeah get ready if you take away yeah what we're talking about today like and just make it a part of your walk yes sir you're going to see some just amazing changes yeah in your relationship with god and do that, not take it from us take yeah. it from his word which yes. we're gonna we're gonna dive in yeah so but, uh yeah we're talking about fasting <laughs> talking about fasting i wanted to ask you like when was the first time you I guess, heard about fasting or just encountered just that word of like fasting? Mm. Probably when I was young. Okay. I'm sure it's when I was young. Probably like I got saved when I was like 12, right? But I really didn't start to walk until my mid-20s. Okay. Right. But when I first heard about it in church, it was just, you know, we're not eating. Okay. You know, but it was no explanation as to why. Mm. It was nothing else really to it. Like, you know, in my mind, I had just assumed like, all right, we're trying to prove how much we love God by just not eating any food. Gotcha. You know what I mean? Like, we're going to show you God. Like, we about you. Okay. You know, so we just, we ain't eating. Yeah. Do you know? You're going to know we, how serious we are. Okay, gotcha. You yeah. know? How about you? Like, when was first time you heard about fasting? It was about six or seven years ago uh-huh. when I learned about like the Daniel fast or okay. what's called the Daniel fast. Okay. Like, later learned that, you know, it's not a fast. Mm. Um, and I think we'll talk about, we were about to talk about that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, that's when I heard about it and I did it, you know, and mm. you know, but it was strictly for like dietary reasons. It was, it had nothing to do with anything okay. spiritual, you know? Okay. Um, but wait, yeah. wait, so what do you mean when you say dietary reasons? Like what was, I guess, proposed? Like if you do the Daniel fast, this will happen. Yeah, if it was like if you do the Daniel fast, like, you know, you're guaranteed to lose weight okay. type of thing. Okay. You know That's what I'm saying? And it was like, all right, well, let's try this out. It was like a 21-day thing, mm-hmm. you know, a really restrictive diet and da 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 And it worked, you know. Yeah. And like there were other things that happened that I wasn't, I was like, oh, okay, this fasting thing is pretty dope, huh. you know. Because I realized, like, I was more productive. Like, uh, uh, it was okay. other stuff going on that yeah. now I understand a okay. little bit better now. But uh, I think that's a good lead-in as I to, like, so. yeah. uh, these. So, first, you know, we wanted to talk to you guys about, you know, let's, let's, let's like, talk definitions, right? So, mm-hmm. let's talk, I guess, what is fasting not? Like, what are the misconceptions of fasting? Okay. <laughs> well, it's not what I thought. Right. Right. It's going back to what I said earlier. It's not trying to prove, you know, your allegiance to God. Right. It's certainly not that. So is it is it I'm not watching cartoons yeah. for the next week or I'm, okay. I'm not going on Instagram. Going. Is it yeah. is it I'm not going on Instagram the next month? Is that fasting? Mm. Yeah. I don't think that that is fasting. Right. I don't think so either. Just. You know, this is these are, this is one of those areas where I'm like, until it's proven to me otherwise, yeah. I'm not gonna call that fasting. Like I call that abstaining. Whereas, yeah. like, because if you look in the Word in the Bible, fasting is always associated with like not eating food mm-hmm. or drinking water. Right. But it's always food. Yeah, it's always food, which is a something we're gonna have to dig into. Yeah. Like, there's a reason why it's always food we'll talk about that later yeah but you do often hear i'm gonna stop watching hbo yeah for a week i'm gonna stay off instagram and facebook mm-hmm. i'm not gonna eat ice cream after my meal right you know like you can fast like from that. candy yeah you yeah. can fast from this or fast from that well that 
that's abstaining and that's great. Yeah. And like I was like I was just talking about Daniel, mm. if we read that account, I think it's in Daniel ten three. If you read or just go to Daniel ten or whatever and start reading, like he he doesn't say I fasted. He says like I I ate no choice food. Yeah. I didn't, you know, put any uh well the oil in my on my face. Like he didn't adorn himself. Right. Like it was this thing of like he just denied himself. Okay. But it was careful not to use the word yeah like, like it was just like mm-hmm. i ate these vegetables and this and this but like you'll see other accounts like you know it says that jesus fasted moses fasted yeah. elijah fasted right. you know esther fasted, fasted it's all right. these yeah so it's specific yeah. to food this is an interesting point because it shows you that there's value in abstaining mm. but that's still not fasting. Yeah. And it sound it may sound like we're splitting hairs, like, yo, what's the big point? Yeah, but it there's it matters. It matters. It matter. It's a very specific reason it's that way. Okay, so what does the Bible define as fasting? Right. And so we already stated like it's abstaining from food mm-hmm. and possibly water. Possibly water. Right. Okay. For a uh extended period of time. Yeah. You know? Whether it be a day Mm. A few days, you know, it's this extended period. It's yeah. not because a thing today, I guess, is uh, that is very popular, especially in like exercise, fitness culture is like mm. intermittent fasting. Right. And if anybody doesn't know what that is, it's like when you say you let's say you eat your last meal at eight o'clock p.m. Mm. You don't eat your next meal maybe till like noon the next day right. and you work out and it's like a tool to like burn calories and burn fat quicker. And your metabolism is right. Yeah. You know, like all these different things that are, have everything to do with physical uh, things, which is mm. cool. Right. But this is this is a little bit different when we're talking like biblical fasting. Mm-hmm fasting oh, this for god yeah this, this is, is this is a whole lot yeah, that's a whole different <laughs> ballpark yeah yeah okay so all right if we've already said that it is abstaining from food and sometimes water yeah right is that the whole picture is mm. that it you know is that all there is to fasting like can i just say okay god i'm gonna fast now yeah i think what you're getting at is like what's expected of us yeah like when we fast what, yeah yeah like are there other things that we should be doing Mm. while we are fasting yeah right i guess the obvious one would be praying Mm. right but still is there more yeah is there more and one time i was fasting Mm -hmm. i was like doing studying but this is before i ever went on my first real fast i was trying to study the fast to understand a little bit better Mm -hmm. like one thing i'm always big on is like not just doing stuff but having an understanding of why Mm -hmm. i'm doing it and so i'm doing researching about fasting and i come across Isaiah 58. Mm. But in Isaiah 58, God is speaking through the prophet Isaiah and he's telling the Jews, like, this is what I actually expect of you during a fast. Yeah. It's not just that you don't eat, Mm. but here's some other things that I really want you to have as a part of your fast. Yeah. So even when you turn to Isaiah 58, the title of the chapter, you know how NIV adds titles to certain sections. Mm the title of the section is called true fasting. Yeah. Yeah. Like real. Like this is what real fasting looks like. Yeah. So I'm gonna start at verse two. It says for day after day, they seek me out. They seem eager to know my ways as if they were a nation that does what is right and has not forsaken the commands of its God. They ask me for just decisions and seem eager for God to come near them. Why have we fasted? They say, and you've not seen it. Why have we humbled ourselves and you have not noticed and then, so God, through Isaiah, is telling them, like, here's what's going on when you fast. Yeah. He's like, on the day of your fasting, you do as you please, and you exploit all your workers. Mm. Your fasting ends in quarreling and strife and in striking each other with wicked fists. Mm. You cannot fast as you do today and expect your voice to be heard on high. Ooh. Is this the kind of fast I have chosen? only a day for people to humble themselves is it only for bowing one's head like a reed and for lying in sackcloth and ashes Mm. is that what you call a fast a day acceptable to the lord and so then after he like kind of like chastises them for fasting like the wrong kind of way he tells them the right kind of way yeah in verse six it says is not this the kind of fasting i have chosen to loose the chains of injustice and untie the cords of the yoke Mm. and set the oppressed free and break every yoke is it not to share your food with the hungry and to provide the poor wanderer with shelter 
when you see the naked to clothe them and not to turn away from your own flesh and blood. Then your light will break forth like the dawn and your healing will quickly appear. Mm. Then your righteousness will go before you and the glory of the Lord will be your rear guard. Then you will call and the Lord will answer. You will cry for help and he will say, here am I. Wow. Wow. I want to stop, but I got to keep going. He says, if you do away with the yoke of oppression, with a pointing finger and malicious talk, and if you spend yourselves in behalf of the hungry and satisfy the needs of the oppressed, then your light will rise in the darkness and your night will become like the noonday. My God. The Lord will guide you always. He will satisfy your needs in a sun-scorched land and strengthen your frame. You will be like a well-watered garden, like a spring whose waters never fail. Your people will rebuild the ancient ruins and will raise foundations. Just stop. Just you will stop. be called repairer <laughs> of the broken walls, restorer of the streets with dwelling. Yes, sir. Yo, so it's just it's like, yeah. look, you can do fasting your way, yeah, but don't expect nothing. Mm. But if you do fasting my way, yeah, right, like all these other things are expecting. It's like you don't. He's not saying like you better get out there and feed the, the the person who's hungry and the wanderer, you know, who needs shelter, give them shelter. He's just saying like get your heart right. Yeah. Have your heart right in the time of fasting. Yes, That's sir. what the fasting is about. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Doing the things the way doing things the way God will want you to do them. Mm-hmm. All right, I'm gonna shut up. Yeah. No, that's that's it right <laughs> I gotta there. I got to shut up, but that's, man that's it right there yeah it's, it's a lot in there and then it's like because we're still talking about like you know what's expected of us so yeah i guess if we're making a list like one of the things would be like as you fast also have like a change of heart and behavior you know yeah. don't uh be quick to snap at somebody or argue with somebody at work or on the street or you know like various right. things just take that day to really really like resist sin mm. in other words you know yeah Another thing would be like, uh, because we look at Matthew 6, okay. uh, 16, right? And mm-hmm. he's, this is where Jesus is talking about fasting. And he's like, you know, you guys don't be like the hypocrites. Like, don't be outwardly showing that you're fasting, yeah. like looking sad and downtrodden and, and stuff like this. So that people come up to you and be like, yo, what's up, dog? And you're like, man, I'm fasting. You know so what I'm saying? Weak, I'm, I'm feeling weak, bro. Like, I'm on this fast. But yeah. <laughs> And it's like he's he's like what he specifically says is like like people who do that, they get their reward from men right. and they'll surely get it. You know, yeah. And he's like when mm. you fast, though, he's like, you know, he's like he says, anoint your hair. Like basically, like, you know, put your oils on, yeah. like shave, like look good, look like good go about fast. your day. You know, yeah. what I'm saying like don't 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 make it this outward thing. And he's mm. like, you know, your father that sees what you're doing in secret will reward you. Mm. So there's that piece of it. So yeah. it's like the behavior and heart change. It's the, you know, don't do it to impress men. Yeah. And then another piece of it is you were talking about like Jesus in the wilderness, like the 40 days. Oh, yeah. You look at Jesus in the wilderness like he is really, really denying himself. Yeah. <laughs> we'll come back to that yeah. later. But it's like he is tempted in this wilderness place, right? Mm-hmm. He is denying the temptations offered to him by the enemy. Yeah. Right. And that is a key point to take away. And we'll talk about that a little bit more. We'll talk about that later and why that is so important. Yeah. So I guess like one question before we really go further is why is fasting or not eating or drinking water even a thing? Mm, you know, yeah. we can easily start jumping into, you know, you shouldn't eat and you shouldn't drink water. And, you know, it's going to sound kind of crazy unless we give it some basis yeah like what is the reason why fasting is even something that is recommended by god Mm -hmm. you had like some cool points about adam and eve yeah like if we look at the enticement Mm -hmm. in the garden by satan Mm -hmm. right it's like it's food yeah it's food but we can't just look at it as food because it's more than food it also has to do with like desires okay for instance, it wasn't like the apple that they ate was the only food in the garden, hmm. right? God had given them everything else, but he yeah. said, just don't touch this one. So it had to do with the desire for that particular thing. Yeah. What's also interesting about this is how there were these elements of the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, the pride of life. Pride of life. Hmm. Yeah. It's so like when you read Genesis chapter 3, verse 6, it says... When the woman saw that the fruit of the tree was good for food and pleasing to the eye and also desirable for gaining wisdom. So there you have it. Mm. Lust of the flesh, lust of the eye, pride of life. Wow. It says she took some and ate it. 
and she gave some to her husband who was with her and he ate it. Wow. Right. So yeah. how does this pair with fasting? Mm -hmm. You think about God had just given them all this stuff, mm -hmm. right? He created them and he said, look, everything is under your control. Mm -hmm. So you got dominion over everything. But then immediately after giving them that dominion, he tests to see what has dominion over them. Would it be God, the creator, or temptation by means of the creation itself? Yeah. Would it be the spirit part of them that was given by God, or would it be the bodily part of them, the fleshly part of them that was created or made from the dust of the ground? Again, the creation. Yeah. And so you look at fasting. And you're saying, I'll deny what the body desires. I'll deny the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, the pride of life. I'll deny what was used to tempt the first man. I'll deny myself of fleshly pleasures. I will deny everything. Yeah. I'll deny even what is at the foundation of my well-being. Of my well-being. My body has to have food. Yeah. But I'll deny even what my body has to have. Yeah. For the things of God. Yeah. So that leads us <laughs> into the, our next our next point of I guess what is happening when we're fasting. Like, yeah. Seriously like because we can say like okay God wants us, us to fast and you know there were even appointed times you know in the mosaic law like the day of atonement mm. when it was like you're supposed to fast this day right? right but god isn't just saying hey fast because i like to see you suffer right it's like a specific it's something happening that he wants to occur yeah. when when we fast and that's kind of like what we want to talk about right now so i was thinking it might be cool to talk about the different reasons that people fasted in the bible just at a high level okay because it's going to be like seemingly different reasons, mm -hmm. but there's a thread through it that mm -hmm. explains what fasting is all about. Yeah. Right. And so I'm with you. four different reasons um, we find that people fasted in the Bible. There may be more, but mm -hmm. I will just go with these four for now. Um, you have mourning mm -hmm. in times of sorrow. People would fast like when somebody died or there were huge losses to, you know, lives and mm -hmm. you know, or livestock war. and yeah. livestock. Yeah. So stuff. When there was a lot of death and loss going on, people mm -hmm. fasted. Um, times of repentance, mm -hmm. right? So if somebody was, you know, really like feeling- if they turned from God, yeah. Yeah, they would fast. Mm -hmm. In times where people needed God's grace, mm. they would fast. They just needed God, God's ear yeah. on the matter, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. Um, his help, his assistance in a situation. And then people would fast- Two, like we just talked about Jesus being in the wilderness, like resisting temptation or mm. sin, they would fast, right. right? And so what is the thread that goes through all of these things? Yeah. And it's the humbling of the flesh. Wow. It's okay. the humbling of the flesh, mm -hmm. right? And we can talk so about- So what does that mean when you say the humbling of the flesh? Because that sounds very poetic, you know? Yeah. It sounds very like- I like I like that, yeah. You know, but what, is, what, is that, what does that mean when you like, say What that? are we talking about? Humbling right? of, of the flesh. Yeah, so we talked about this before in one of our older episodes, I think, like, what exactly- is a human. Oh yeah, that's right. a dope one to go check out if y'all haven't heard that. Yeah. yeah, please go check that out because that lays a very strong foundation for what we're talking about in this episode. Mm -hmm. But in order to really, really, really understand what is happening when we are fasting, we have to look at the with the Bible list as the components of a human being. Okay. In society, we say like you know your mind, body, and soul. Yeah, yeah. But that's yeah. not that's not what the Bible <laughs> list is. What makes us up. Mm -hmm. right it's your body your soul and your spirit yeah and so your body or your flesh um mm -hmm. it craves the things of this world it has its needs and then your spirit so let me stop okay, okay so okay, okay when you say the body has its needs in the world what are yeah. you getting at okay I'm you're saying the physical body the physical body mm -hmm. yep has its physical needs okay like food is mm -hmm. obviously one mm -hmm. um but then you get into other things like it it has things that please it okay that pleases it <laughs> the whatever please. the tense it, it pleases it <laughs> but you know yeah. um we talk about like sex is is another thing mm, uh, okay just sensual desires okay. um just take money for instance okay right do we all just want like piles and piles of just green paper hanging around mm. or 
do we want the things that that green paper can afford us? Yeah. And you think about the things that we ultimately want, right? Like if we said, okay, we want a lot of money so we can get like a, a big old house and uh-huh. a, a cool car and a yacht and all that. What we're really thinking about is fleshly pleasures okay. at the end of the day. Yeah, right? I want to sit in my car yeah. with my body. Yeah. <laughs> I want to sit in my house with my body yeah, in that I house. Yeah, eat all the finest foods and yeah, wines and cheeses. I want my body to feel good. Yeah, you think yeah, about yeah, how yeah. good you would feel as a result of having this pile of cash. Yeah. It ain't the pile of cash that you really want. Yeah. It's what can be afforded after that and it's interesting like because we know that the body is created from dirt right Mm -hmm. and it wants to be like associated with other things that are physical and made like like you're saying like food and you know cars and houses and you know money like it wants these physical things around it Mm. to give it like this validation and this pleasure i'm with you Right. We talked about this earlier, but it's in Psalms 119 and 25, where David says, my soul cleaveth unto the dust. Mm. Right. What he's talking about is how like my my soul, it it desires Mm -hmm. just this world. Well, when I hear that, too. Yeah, I'm hearing like because we you didn't talk about the soul yet. Right. Uh, But it's like this connection between my body and the soul and my body wants these fleshly things yeah. and my soul is we're connected so yeah. it's like if i well, well go hold ahead. on hold on, hold go on. Ahead, go so ahead. what is the soul you can imagine a soul being like a pendulum mm-hmm. right this is the best way to explain it the soul is like a pendulum that swings in between the spirit and the body mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. When you talk about like your soul wanting something mm-hmm. of the world, it's because it's more fleshly. Mm-hmm. But when your soul wants the things of God, it's more spiritual. Yeah. My bad. I just yeah, yeah, I had yeah. to throw that in there real quick because I just wanted people to be able to easily see like how the body, soul, and spirit like all fit together. Mm-hmm. And the fact that um the soul kind of sits in between the two. And when we look at like Galatians five and seventeen, yeah, right, it talks about how the flesh and the spirit are at war with one another. Yeah. It says that the spirit, it lusteth against the flesh mm. and the flesh lusteth against the spirit. Yeah. Meaning that they're like, nah, man, like if it's the flesh, it's like, don't do what the spirit wants. Do what the flesh wants. And mm-hmm. the spirit's like, nah, don't do what the flesh wants. Do what the spirit wants. Enmity. You know? And it's in the other mm-hmm. cool part, like when we look in scripture, like it says that like God created man from the dust of the ground and then. He breathed into man and yeah. and it became a living soul. Yeah. Yeah. You know that's what I'm saying? It. So yep. it's like that's it right there's there. this combining of body, spirit on earth. Now you got a living soul. Yeah. You don't see that with uh the fish mm. or ant or this or that or this, but you see it with man that it's like when he says, Let's create him in our image, it's this triune nature of man. Wow, but let's not no, nah, that's, that's good, though. I mean, like, uh, just to confirm what Jason's talking about, Ecclesiastes chapter 12 and 7 says, and this is Solomon talking about what happens at death. Mm-hmm. He says that then the dust shall return to the earth as it was, talking about our body just returning to the dust. And we say that even at funerals, like mm-hmm. ashes to ashes, dust to dust, you mm-hmm. know. And then it says that the spirit shall return to God who gave it. Yep. Right. So you see that this body belongs to the earth, but the spirit belongs to God. Mm-hmm. Right. And so the soul, right, is the is sure. where the two emotions, meet. your will. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right, right, right. So like you will hear a lot of people define soul as your mind, will and emotions. Mm-hmm. Right. And so you have the ability with your soul to lend it. Yep. To one or the other. Yep. Right. And we'll get into some scriptures later. And you're probably like, whoa, like all oh, this fits into fasting. Mm-hmm. And yes, it mm-hmm. does. It does. It really does. Because when we're talking about humbling the flesh, and we'll we'll get back to how you see it throughout scripture, but when you're talking about humbling the flesh, like yes. you are you are weakening it so that that pendulum can swing towards the spiritual side. Mm-hmm. Right. If it's a balance, right? If you weaken the flesh then the spirit now you know is is more powerful it's there you stronger, go right and this is why you see scriptures like this is what you were talking about earlier like he gives grace to the humble yeah he resists the proud mm. right so you're humbling yourself for you because remember when we talked about <laughs> eve in the garden 
yeah. right? That whole like she wanted wisdom, right? So it was this prideful thing, like, oh yeah, give me, give me that. I'm gonna be powerful. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna have wisdom after this. Yeah. Give me that apple, mm-hmm. right? After you know, like, so she was aiming to become prideful. Yeah, she was operating according to these fleshly desires, and so, so God is like, nah, I'm, I'm resisting that attitude. Yeah, I'll, I'll give you grace if you humble yourself. Mm. So yeah, it's all about humility. You know, and so if we go back to, again to the reasons that people fasted in the Bible, you know, we talked about mourning and sorrow, repentance, God's grace, resisting sin. I kind of just want to walk through those okay. a little bit. Why is it that somebody would fast during a time of mourning and sorrow? Yeah. And you were talking about this earlier. Mm-hmm. If you lost somebody yeah. or you're going through just like the time after loss, the thought that most of us have is I feel sad right yeah. now. I'm not even going to do anything to bring myself any pleasure. It would be wrong for me to, you know, be happy or excited or mm-hmm. you know, even please myself at this point in time. Yeah. Right. So you. That's a humble attitude. That's right a humble. There. Like yeah. you in your mind, you're humbling yourself. Yeah. Right there. You're like, all right, I'm like to say, I'm not going to bring any pleasure to myself or please myself whatsoever. That's humility. Mm-hmm. But then. On the opposite end of that, what the flesh wants you to do and what you see happen, let's say, I mean, we all know people who have maybe lost somebody and what do they do? They may turn to alcohol, they may turn to drugs, they may turn to a lot of other things, they may turn to, you know, partying or whatever the case may be, getting money, you know, to kind of like mask that pain mm, yeah. and and wow. do exactly what the flesh wants because the yeah. flesh is like no 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 just keep keep giving me your attention mm. so you know like yeah. keep feeding me keep doing all the things you like like don't worry about what, you, what you're really going through don't mm. worry about denying yourself and getting what you need from god like wow. that's that whole enmity thing like they're literally at yeah. war like as soon as you get that morning or that feeling of like, man, I don't want to think about, you know, X, Y, and Z because it's going to take me to this place. People start drinking or eating, you know, it's like, and you yeah. see this stuff and it's like, why, why is this happening? And it's not to discredit, I'm going on a tangent. It's nah, not to discredit like, you know, psycho, <laughs> psychological things and, mm-hmm. you know, people go to counseling for stuff like this, but yeah. this is what's happening though. This right. is why it's happening. It's because your flesh and your spirit do not want to do the same thing. Yeah. It's not because you're crazy. Yeah. It's nothing wrong with your mind in that way. You know, you may not need medicine. You need to understand what is happening Ooh. in you. And then you have a little bit of power because like, you know, my people perish due to a lack of knowledge. Mm. So now that you know this, you know, like, oh, like my body is literally just trying to destroy me. Yeah. Right now. Yes. <laughs> yeah. What happens when you fast is that your soul now, like Marcus was saying, is mm. on that pendulum and is swinging toward the spirit and you're now like you're gaining power divine mm-hmm. power from god right and it's it's it goes back to that isaiah verse and there are many other verses in scripture that speak to this but it's like because in that isaiah verse he says like now your light will shine in the darkness yeah. you know you'll you'll be like the noonday and all these different things like it's because like even when we look at Jesus again going into the wilderness, like uh-huh. it it says like he left with power after yeah. that. And then he went into his ministry and was like, you know, doing all these things like after he had to be tempted and he fasted. Right. So it's a power thing, too. Yeah, it's yeah. not for God. It's for you. You know, mm. that power can't come from the flesh is the point. Right. It cannot. Just real quick. No, 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 no. Yeah, go ahead. That last point, right, where you were talking about how he left the wilderness with spiritual power. Yes, sir. It wasn't fleshly power. Jesus would say things like, it's the spirit that gives life. The flesh profiteth nothing. Yes. So that spiritual power that he walked out of the wilderness with was what he needed Mm -hmm. for ministry. Had he not humbled the flesh to that extent, Mm. would his ministerial power have been the same? The spirit led him into the wilderness to be tempted. He goes through like this trial. He's going to be tempted by the enemy. And Mm -hmm. it's like God is just proving him that he is the son in whom I am well pleased because he is able to deny all the pleasures of the flesh, unlike the first Adam. 
Yes, sir. You see, because the Bible calls Jesus the second Adam. So he's able to deny all the pleasures of the flesh, the kingdoms of this world, mm. the bread that w- would have been created from the mm-hmm. stone. What was Psalms the 91 thing? was uh, jump down the angels. Are, yeah, the you the won't even like hurt you. your, yourself on the, on, the, on the stone, your foot. He God was like, look, you got to You got to show <laughs> yeah. that you can deny the flesh to that extent. Yes, sir. Right. And as a result of denying the flesh, now you're spiritually empowered mm. coming out of the wilderness. Now you're spiritually empowered going into your ministry. Yeah. Right. He's able to do all these amazing things. My right. And even when he talked to the disciples, like when they couldn't deliver, like, you know, the person from a demon, he's like, oh, nah, this only comes out by fasting and prayer. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like you ain't going to be able to do it unless you're able to deny yourself to the extent that you have spiritual power in order to do these things. Mm. So it's all about a spiritual spiritual increase yeah spiritual, spiritual increase, increase. Yeah, i love that yeah which comes with it, like you said power power, <laughs> power. Yeah. yeah and then it's uh that matthew 6 verse just lends itself to what you're saying because that's when he's talking about fasting and he's like you know don't store up your treasures on earth like mm. store up heavenly treasures wow. he says right and this is matthew 6 16 to 19 again right and it's like when you think about that it all these verses are are blended together right because when we go to that isaiah verse again 58 he's saying like yo don't be quarreling don't be out here you know with unforgiveness don't do all of these things like when you're fasting the spiritual treasures that you're that you're uh storing up in in heaven are like forgiveness you know kindness long suffering patience you know obedience all these different things and now god is just like oh i'm gonna just pour back into you like that's that spiritual grace and power that that allows you now to like freely go in this earth and do the things that he's called you to do when you when now you when you when you face temptation to be angered or to be unforgiving Mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying or to yell at somebody or whatever now your spirit is so empowered that it's not even going to be like you don't you're not going to have to think about it like your heart because he because he goes on that verse to say like wherever your treasures are that's where your heart is Mm. and it's like your heart in those points when you're that spiritually strong is not even gonna want to what am i trying to say like your your unconscious mind I'm having a lot of thoughts in my head right now, right? <laughs> so in the Hebrew, right, this word heart that is used in the Bible, like, it's talking more so about, like, your unconscious mind, right? Mm-hmm. Like, obviously, we all have our thoughts and stuff like that. But when he's talking heart, he's like, I don't I don't care about, like, the, those surface thoughts. Like, yeah. who are you core. really? Yeah. yeah and it's like, you. at that point, when you're that spiritually strong, yeah. like, being unforgiving is not even going to be in your core anymore. Wow. It's like I'm always going to be forgiving. I'm always going to be gentle. I'm always going to be nice. You know, like wow. all this type of stuff. And that's what comes when you're storing up these heavenly treasures mm. through fasting, when you fast. Can we talk about heavenly treasures for a minute? Let's Just talk heavenly because, treasures. Because <laughs> heavenly treasures look nothing like worldly treasures. No. What is it? What is a treasure in heaven? Mm. Man, there are some amazing things in the word. There's an amazing pattern in the word that you start to see Mm -hmm. if he's talking about heavenly treasures he's not talking about like you know gold or silver or anything earthly like that right he's Mm -hmm. talking about like things that matter to him Mm -hmm. things that are good to him Mm -hmm. right which is mercy and love and forgiveness and patience and yeah like these are the things that are good to god right so these are treasures in the heavenly realm so you think about this pattern throughout scripture where it says stuff like you know forgive and you'll be forgiven Mm -hmm. right now that forgiveness is a treasure to you yes sir you're storing like by loving Mm -hmm. by loving people and forgiving people you are storing up forgiveness for yourself because you think about it he says unless you forgive others there will be no forgiveness from your father in heaven towards you yeah right and he talks about like be merciful Mm -hmm. so that you can receive mercy Mm. and then he's like don't judge people so that there is a lack of judgment towards you yeah right so everything that you put out towards man 
And mm. this all ties in with fasting because these are the things that he's asking you to do as you fast. Yep. Whatever things you put out towards man are the things that I'm going to put out. These are stored up for you mm-hmm. in heaven and will come towards you as you live your life on earth. Yes, sir. You see what I'm saying? And that's why Whew. like Jesus says things, man, where he's like, whatever you bind mm-hmm. <laughs> on earth will be bound in heaven. Whatever mm. you loose on earth will be loosed in heaven. And like, of course, this verse has its context, right? Mm-hmm. It has its immediate context, but this is this is something that God is stating that is true all throughout his word. Yeah. Whatever you bind on earth, if you lock up mercy mm. on earth, there's no mercy for you from heaven. If mm-hmm. you lock up forgiveness on earth, there's no forgiveness for you from heaven. But if you loose those things, mm-hmm. these things are loosed to you mm. from heaven towards you like it's just an incredible <laughs> like these are the treasures that we want like uh-huh oh, it's man. a that it's a perfect example in matthew in the parable of a uh, of the servant who was forgiven his debt mm. by his master wow yeah he was forgiven a whole lot of money yeah, right because yeah. the master was like look i want the money and I'm taking your land. I'm taking your family. Like I want, I want it all. And the servant begged and was like, "Please, like just, just pardon me, you know." Yeah. And he was like, "You know what? All right, I got you. Don't worry about none of it. It's all good, all wow. forgiven." Wow. And then the same servant, he goes to uh, one of his fellow servants who owes him, I think it said like a hundred silver coins or something like that. Mm-hmm. And he's like, "Yo, where my money at, man?" Like <laughs> giving him a hard time. And he goes as far as like telling the authorities, the cops or whoever equivalent back then like yeah. yo this dude owes me money like lock him up yeah. and the other servants get mad and they go and tell the master wow and now the master's like what he's like yo you owe me everything <laughs> and you're going to jail like yeah. you know mm-hmm. and it, and then jesus goes on to say after that parable like this is like this is what the kingdom of heaven is like mm-hmm. you know like if if you were merciful just like you're saying like yeah. god will just give you all the mercy man these are some spiritual keys that we're we're always going to talk about on this podcast because they're always in scripture yeah. you know um but this is just how they relate to fasting right yeah i think and go ahead i was just gonna say real quick earlier we talked about how there's this abstinence mm. from things and then there's this fasting mm-hmm. from things and so there's this thread again throughout mm-hmm. scripture about this battle between the flesh and the spirit mm-hmm. right and we are to constantly be abstaining from the world, right? Yeah. But when we go on a fast, though, it's hardcore abstinence to the point where you'll deny the very thing that you know you need, yeah. that you know your body needs, you know the flesh needs to survive, mm-hmm. right? You cut off the life of the flesh mm-hmm. and what feeds it in order to have the life of the spirit, yeah. right? And that's why you see Jesus make this statement. I know what you're about to say. Man <laughs> does not live on bread it. alone. Yeah. <laughs> Can you just say that real quick? No, you say it. <laughs> but he says when he's in the wilderness mm-hmm. and Satan is tempting him to turn the stone into bread, he says, man shall not live on bread alone, mm-hmm. but on every word that proceedeth out of the mouth of God. Yes, sir. Right. So he's saying, like, I, I'm cutting off my fleshly life mm-hmm. in order to have my spiritual life. Yes, sir. You know, that's what I live on. Right. Mm-hmm. That's what my life is right there in the spirit. Yeah. It ain't got nothing to do with this bread. I ain't worried about that right now. And yeah. you even see him say it like there's another time where the disciples are like, <laughs> hey, Jesus, you ain't ate in a minute. You want something to eat? Yeah. And he's like, nah, y'all go ahead and keep that. Y'all know not what my food is. My food is to do the will of the Father. Mm. I don't need the earthly food. Yeah. I, I ain't worried about that. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, I, My food is what God desires. Yeah. That's my food. That's what I live on. My life is in the spirit. Mm. It's incredible, man. It's incredible. It is. Yeah. I think like, uh, because we're talking about denying the flesh, mm-hmm. right? It's like... When Moses went up on the mountain for 40 days, says he fasted 40 days and 40 nights and he didn't eat or uh, drink water. Right. Right. But like he was sustained by God. And it's like this whole idea is is like if you could come to that point with your relationship with him, it's like I don't need anything else but you. Wow. It's like he honors that to a point where he's like, you know what? that's when it's like i'm well pleased with you like you're willing to deny the thing that could you could die wow (laughs) but you trust me so much 
that you're just like, Father, I know that you can feed me. Your word can feed me. Your your presence can feed me. Me just being next to you. You you created food. So I don't even need to eat. I just need to hear from you and be around you. Yeah. That's all I need right mm. now. This like fasting is so powerful, yeah. man. It's so powerful. And it's these scriptures like about denying the flesh. Yeah that we come across in scripture and it's like sometimes you may not even tie it into right. fasting like that right. but like first peter 4 mm -hmm. verse 1 right it says therefore since christ suffered for us in the flesh arm yourselves also with the same mind mm. for he who has suffered in the flesh has ceased from sin that he no longer should live the rest of his time in the flesh for the lust of men but for the will of god wow. and that's that idea of like when you're yeah. when you deny that flesh and we we see also in scripture like the fasting they, they sometimes said i afflicted myself afflict yeah. my soul when i fast and it's like yes it's suffering but it'll pass and you're going to be so much stronger after you come through it. That's my favorite thing about this topic is it opens up like so much understanding as to what it is that God is asking us to do. It's yeah. like, like don't get caught up. You know how it says like the world is at enmity with God. You yeah. know, it's like, don't get caught up in like the things of the world, you know, but like, <laughs> just get caught up with me. Like, like mm -hmm. don't let any, anything in your life. <laughs> yeah. Don't let your bills yeah. get in, get in between me and you. Don't mm. let your health get in between me and you. Don't yeah. let no person, right. you know, no, no, uh, task at work, your yeah. career, your joblessness. Don't let nothing, mm. not even your food yeah. get in between me and you, you know? <laughs> It's so subtle how these scriptures are mentioned too. Like I'm even looking at like what is this Romans 14 where it says the kingdom of God is not eating and drinking. Oh right? my gosh! <laughs> but righteousness and peace and joy in the Holy Spirit. Jesus. Right. And again, like there's context that applies. I know, I know. But like the theme is the same though. The mm -hmm. theme is the same. Um, there's so many. I just want to read a few. If that's, yeah, if that's man. Cool. I say then, walk in the spirit, and ye shall not fulfill the lust of the flesh. And we talked about this earlier. This is Galatians 5 and 17. For the flesh lusts against the spirit, and the spirit lusts against the flesh. And it says, these are contrary the one to the other, so that you cannot do the things that you would. Mm. But if ye be led by the spirit, you are not under the law. Yeah, um, yeah, wow. Here's another one. It says, but put ye on the Lord Jesus Christ. This is Romans chapter 13 and 14. And make not a provision for the flesh to fulfill the lust thereof. Don't mm. make no provision for the flesh. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but see how this ties into fasting still. You yep. know? So fasting is the ultimate abstinence from the world. You mm -hmm. know, like, like, nah, I'm shutting you down. Yep. I'm all about God. It's God and the things of God. Like, it's what does God want? Wow. What does God desire? not it's not even just like it's i keep saying the same thing over again it's not just food yeah 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 <laughs> but it's what does god want mm -hmm. and he wants me at my spiritual best yeah you know what i'm saying and the only way i can give him that is if i deny this other part of me mm -hmm. that desires for me to be pulled back to the world yeah you know and i think it's cool that this Again, if, another good episode to listen to if you haven't heard it from ours is uh, the Be Humble, Sit Down, right? Oh, yeah. Because wow. this just goes back to God, you know, saying that, you know, those who exalt themselves will be humbled and those who humble themselves will be exalted, right? Yeah. And it's this idea because I'm thinking like, you know, practically, let's say that you don't or, or you're just like, yo, I don't know. I don't know if I can fast, right? It might mm -hmm. be a – because for – because it's asking a lot of you, right? It's asking you to go a day or multiple days, you know, or even hours for some people may be extremely difficult to go without eating, right? It's the idea of humbling yourself. So even when we look at that account in Daniel uh, 10, he he didn't fast totally, but he's, you know, he said he didn't eat any choice foods and he had vegetables and all this stuff like that. And it's like you see later when he had the encounter with the angel, which I'll touch on a little bit, like, but he had this, he prayed. And he was seeking understanding about what a vision that he had. And then he had a counter with the angel and the angel was like, hey, I heard your prayer. He said, I know that you were humbling yourself mm. and you were seeking understanding. And like, here I am and I'm going to, you know, answer yeah. your prayer. And it's this whole account about that. But like 
the whole point is to humble your flesh. Whoa. So you don't. Well. The, that part you read earlier, man, where he was like, the moment, mm -hmm. the moment you humbled yourself, the moment God heard it. Yep. Like the what? moment, the moment you did it. That's what it's about, right? Yeah. There. So it's, I'm it, sorry. Yeah, but now I'm just saying, like, <laughs> it's it's the humbling mm -hmm. piece. One of the, if not the best way to humble yourself, would be not to eat for all of us right wow, yeah. but it's obviously you know you can you can cut out some foods just like daniel did and it's yeah. still if you're doing it for god you should expect god to show up you know like cornelius in acts 10 uh verse 30 right he he fasted and then it says like at the ninth hour he prayed and while he was fasting he prayed and an angel showed up and started talking to him Jesus. and it's like that isn't in there for no reason to indicate to you like that he prayed and then fasted and then this happened like there's so much going on when we fast that we don't even really i don't want to i don't know a better term to use than like we don't utilize fasting enough yeah you know don't. i don't want to make it sound like you know you're you're trying to manipulate your relationship with god yeah. but it is kind of like you know he is our father and it's like we do need to understand how he wants us to grow closer to him yeah. not how we want to grow closer to him in our own understanding wow that's an awesome point man yeah i'm just still looking at scriptures yo yeah i know we still like fleshing out these scriptures here because there's so many of them uh, about the flesh and the spirit second corinthians 4 says always caring about in the body the dying of the lord jesus that the life of jesus also may be manifested in our body for we who live are always delivered to death for Jesus' sake, that the life of Jesus also may be manifested in our mortal flesh. Mm, 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 mm. So I, I wanted to, yeah. So th there are a lot of scriptures <laughs> about the flesh and oh, the wait, spirit. Wait, wait, one more, one more, please. Oh, yeah. Please, please, oh, please. yeah. Oh, yeah. Please. Let's go. <laughs> but the time is coming. Mm. Indeed, it is here now when true worshipers will worship the Father in spirit yeah. and in truth. Yes. The Father is looking for those who will worship him that way. Yes, sir. For God is a spirit, so those who worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth. Yes, sir. Man. That's amazing. Ah. But that's, that's, it's so, you could read that and then wonder like, oh, what does that mean? Mm -hmm. And fasting is part of that. It's like, <sighs> Man, I don't know. If y'all not excited, it don't matter. We are. Like, because this is uncovering what these mysterious types of scriptures, like the one he just read, means. Like, yeah. how do you worship God in spirit? By fasting. Yeah. And it's like, it's this. It's also this uh, this verse that, that I know you love to quote that says, like, no flesh will glory in my presence. That's it. You know what I'm saying? Like. You can't you can't be in your sinful nature with God. Like he he has nothing to do with sin. Yeah. He has nothing to do with the fleshly mm. part of you. Like mm. you cannot be glorified. All of that Isaiah fifty eight talk mm. of you being the light in the darkness and the noonness and the, the garden and that doesn't happen mm. in the flesh. So he cannot saying, glorify that. Are you saying that when I begin to deny my flesh, it is easier? For me to get into the presence of God, yes, sir, mm, man. So Goodness. we we getting carried away, bro. Okay, we getting carried away. I think we got to hit on some solid points okay. before we wrap this up, right? All so, right. how do I know when I should fast versus just pray for something? Yeah, like are there times I should be like, yo, all right, well, this qualifies. This goes in the fasting bucket. Yeah, and this stays in just a prayer bucket. You right, know what right, I'm right, right. Like, how do I how do I know, man? All right, I'll speak from personal experience okay. right and yeah. a little bit from obviously scripture but like scripturally we see like that jesus it says that jesus was led uh -huh. by the spirit into the wilderness to be tested right right so again it's this idea that you're in god's will and he's like he's almost like uh uh prompting you to fast yeah you know and it's like i remember there were times where uh you and i fasted and it, well, I'll go back. So there was a time where I fasted like three days, right? Mm -hmm. And it was totally Holy Spirit led. Like I, un, I didn't want to do it necessarily. It was just something that came to me, and I was like, okay, yeah. I got to do this. And it, I did it, and it was like no struggle, right? But yeah. then there was a time when I remember where you and I were like, yo, three day fast, oh, and yeah. it was like, okay, like let's do a three day fast. And like the 
maybe the second day mm -hmm. during the middle of the day like my head was banging like yeah. i had a crazy headache and i was like dude i cannot do this right. and and i didn't feel any less or more or less close to god because i was bailing out right. but the the lesson was like this wasn't th this wasn't the holy spirit leading you to do this mm -hmm. you just felt like okay you know y'all got some stuff going on let's fast for yeah. it you know yeah. but i realized like the times where i know that i should be fasting and the holy spirit's like hey you should fast yeah that joint is done. It's so much grace given yeah. to it. Like I'm not hungry like that. I'm given time to like read the scriptures yeah. and pray. It's all these different elements that draw me closer to him. Yeah. Whereas like, because even that one, when we tried to do that, like I had no time to pray. I was, I got extremely busy all of a sudden. Like it yeah. was like, <laughs> yeah, bro. Mm. So I would say that's one part of it is like knowing that you're being led by God to actually do it. So yeah, this is a, uh, some essentials to our relationship with them most definitely uh, like i guess we could emphasize that it's not like mandatory you know yeah. it's not like you know in the days of moses and stuff where it was like you had to fast during these certain times right but it still is a way that you can grow closer to god and yeah. gain spiritual power and guidance and all these things um and Jesus did say, like, you know, when you fast right. uh, in Matthew, not if. Yeah. yeah. So there is this uh, expectation mm -hmm. in one way or another that we will fast. And I think something that we're we're going to touch on next episode is in a different context. When you fast, yeah. like when should you fast? Right. You know, what are the because, you know, you can fast every day if you want, obviously. But there are certain times uh, in life when you may want to consider fasting. Yeah. Uh, and we're going to look at some uh, scriptural references and kind of tie things together and, you know, just give some cool examples that maybe we could all apply to our lives. Yeah. 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 I'm excited, man. Me too. Because I feel like people are going to, like, take away keys to spiritual strength as yeah. a result of this episode and the next episode exactly so i'm awesome. excited for you guys and it just makes me want to <laughs> you know go on a fast right but, <laughs> but like we said earlier like let it be spiritually led yes sir something that god leads you to do yes sir yeah thank y'all thank y'all thank y'all hope yeah. you enjoyed it yep later peace Thank you guys for checking out this episode of the Word in the World podcast. We hope you guys enjoyed it. Please remember to rate, review, subscribe, and repost with the hashtag, the Word X the World podcast. Also, we'd love to hear from you, so please send your questions, comments, praise reports, and testimonies, basically any and everything. We just want to talk to you guys. Send everything to contact us at thewordxtheworld.com. Have a great week, and be sure to check out next week's episode. Peace.